I'm content creator Corey Walmsley, the founder of Aurora Corealis Publishing. I'm dedicated to helping women entrepreneurs make a big impact by turning the next page with tools, tips, and resources that empower and connect the dots through books, publishing, and more. Every episode includes me, along with a featured guest on my globally recognized show, Page Turner Studio with Corey. Hello, welcome to another episode of Page Turner Studio with Corey. I'm your host, Corey Walmsley. I'm CEO of Aurora Corealis Publishing, as well as an author of nine books. And I'm a speaker and writing coach. And today we have a fabulous show, as always. Um, we're going to be talking to Marta, one of my uh, clients. I've worked with her on her book. Uh, our show is How to Maximize Your Time and Profit with Business Coats coach Marta Saray Greca. So I'm going to bring her up from the green room and we will get started. Hi. (laughs) Thanks for having me. I love that photo on the intro. (laughs) Thank you. Team tech. Um, Marta's company actually is the company that I um, know. I'm getting a horrible echo. You are okay. (laughs) That's what was happening. It is not echoing on my end. Okay, let's see if maybe that fixes the problem. Do you hear an echo now? No. Okay, maybe that's what it was. I needed to put earbuds on. Yeah, maybe that was it. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm actually good right now. So <laughs> hopefully okay. that'll take care of itself. Um, anyway, yes, I started to say that uh, Marta's company is uh, actually who handled my headshots. So she has uh, several different facets to her company. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read her bio so we can get started talking about the fabulous things that Marta does. Um, so she is the CEO of Media, the creative agency, a boot boutique marketing agency that provides an entire team of creatives to business owners with missions to serve the world. And Marta has over 10 years of marketing experience where she's generated um, millions of dollars a year for her clients. And more importantly, thousands of free hours to do whatever they love to do instead of feeling stuck doing things in their business that they really don't want to be doing. And I think that is something that we need to cheer loudly for because it is incredibly hard starting a business. And I love that there are people out there like Marta who are helping guide entrepreneurs to the point where they can delegate and you know hone down to what they actually need to be doing. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that with me, with, with everyone, sharing my bio with everyone. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, you tell me a little bit about the different arms of your business, because as I mentioned, um, you know, you're a business coach, um, you have the photography piece. You know, let's just talk about that. Sure. That's why I was uh, teasing Corey and I said, I love that image uh, at the intro of the episode. And that's because our team took the that that photo and we really specialize in helping 
business leaders to attract their ideal clients through our marketing and public public relations. That includes content writing and posting it to all the social platforms, creating email marketing that gets opened and clicked, and also, of course, utilizing those skills on our clients' websites as well so that their uh, their websites um, attract their clients, get them to stay on the website and actually get them to stay, take action. And that once they reach out, they have less questions and less objections really. And this was what we do with our online marketing as well, really reducing that time and those objections when people actually reach out and they're actually ready to work with you because they, of what they see online. That's how we help our clients. Yeah, I really love that. Um, and I've been following Marta for years and I know some of our colleagues work with a similar system part of because they've worked with Marta, um, figuring out how to say exactly what you need to say so you don't have all these people coming at you saying, well, I don't know what you do. Well, tell me about your services and all those things. Like you're attracting right. the right people. And then of course I have, uh, I don't talk about my coaching as much. I, I shifted into a lot more of being the CEO of my marketing agency this past year. I was feeling called to do that and also to educate myself more on truly being in the CEO mode of when it comes to money and revenue. And I, I've actually been working on my securities license so I can really better understand where money can go to work for you. Uh, so I actually put on pause my group coaching program this year so I could, you could do it all, right? Just not all at once. You can if you want to, but I don't particularly want to. That's why I'm called Marta the Minimalist. I like to have ample free time to be with my family. And um, and so what I do in terms of coaching is one-on-one -on -one coaching. If you're looking at someone like me and you're saying, you have six kids, you have a multi six figure business, you guys have founded a uh, multi seven figure land development company with your husband, you seem to be hanging out with your kids like all the time, <laughs> and also taking care of your father with, with Alzheimer's. How do I do that? How do I grow a business with a team so I can and while I get to spend ample time with 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 my kids and with my family, and that's what I help female business owners do. I love that. And I, as a mom myself, I particularly love that because I understand there's a huge challenge when you feel like you need to be doing all the things. And then you also want to be a good mom and you want to be there for all of them and, you know, doing the birthday parties and taking them to the park and, you know, not missing all those milestones. So I really, really love what you do. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and part of this, part of this honing down and being smart about how you use your time, um, I want to talk about your book. So yeah, um, I love that you've actually taken all the wisdom you have and shrunk it down into book form. Um, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the minimalist method. <laughs> Corey said when I sent this to her, she's like, I think if it was anybody else, I would tell them to put more meat in that. But being that it's the minimalist method, and I'm just showing you how thin it is. It's a quick read. I'm all about productivity and minimalizing your efforts to that maximum momentum. And so in this, it's a 90 minute read, I've been told. Uh, and it, 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 when I published this with Corey, I was 
really humbled by people's responses. People who I didn't even expect that I thought would be just reading it just to support me, telling me that they were in tears because they felt so inspired by the book and their and and their entrepreneurial journey. Because the book really does give you one, two, three, ABC step by step. How do you declutter in order to lovingly fill your time with things that fulfill you and uh energize you so that you can attract more yeah I, and that is the book in a nutshell <laughs> i love yes it. you um you not only give all this wisdom in a tiny book but you're also able to capture that in just a couple sentences and i think that's something i want to point out to authors you need to be able to tell people what you do first of all, very quickly. And you need to be able to tell people about your book very quickly. And that's something that you did really well here. Um, Thanks. This book is so clever because it it's it addresses so many different pieces of our lives because our lives and our businesses, you know, they, they work together and they need to work together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, there's something to be said about when you work on your business, you see that overflow of light spread into your life and you see that beautiful shift when you're starting to see that shift in your business and within yourself you inevitably become a light to other that sheds dark sheds light on the darkness of other areas of your personal life so there's that's definitely spot on i love that so i want to share marta's impactful page turner share um, marta said i was living in my parents basement with six kids when it hit me i need less and that's when I discovered my minimalist method. So can you tell us a little bit about this story? Sure. That's when I discovered that I needed to declutter was I was living, we had sold our first home and we were not finding a second home. So we found ourselves in my parents' basement, which was supposed to be like a couple weeks until we found, you know, the next the next home. It turned out that it was two years before we would move into our next home because the home that we did buy was it needed a complete gut everything the floors the down to the studs it didn't even have good bones we needed to redo the bones and in in that moment you know you have a feeling of like what did we do how did we get ourselves into this we were in such a financial strain and it worked out and it was the most beautiful thing to be in my parents basement for those two years because my mom was diagnosed with cancer once again and to get to have those two years to help her through that and to be able to have the 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 honor to be a caretaker for her and not have to choose between can i be in a home with her can i be in a home with the kids and now that she's passed six years later i'm so grateful for that time and that home actually actually ended up making us two hundred thousand dollars in uh profit when we sold it um and moved into our dream home this year and but we got to that place because we were again living in a basement with five kids i have six now we had so much stuff and I told myself, why am I like trying to like squeeze past this and why am I going to pay a storage space to store this stuff? I got rid of it all. Literally, we all we had left was a suitcase of worth of clothing between the five of us. We had everything we needed. And then, of course, because I wanted to be at my mother's appointments and I wanted to be present for her and I really needed to take care of my own mental health, I stopped saying yes to the requests for donations 24-7. There are requests for, I mean, donating my services, the requests for volunteering 24-7, the requests for um, 
doing things on trade 24 seven, there's something to be said about the power of donating your time, your efforts, your, your money. And I don't regret all of those efforts, but I was saying, yes, I was on like every committee and I was the, the go-to person for every single volunteer effort, And I was donating my services for everything. And it was just attracting more free work when I, my money, my family didn't have money for what we needed. So I needed to make that shift and I started to declutter out anything that wasn't serving myself, my business, my family, so that I could put my volunteer efforts towards taking care of my mom and rebuild in a way that now I do get to donate percentages of our revenue and services lovingly, not out of a feeling of obligation. Yeah, I love that story. And that's not the first time I've heard it, but I love hearing it every time because it's such a beautiful example of how you took something that anybody is going to find really challenging and you started learning lessons from it and saying, well, how is this going to help me with this thing that I really want to do or this thing that I really want to do? And just all those beautiful things that came out of it. That's just amazing. Thank you. And I think that even telling that story is a reminder to me as we face other bigger challenges in life right now, when it comes to different circumstances in our life and they come up, I am reminded of that experience of look where we were, look where we are now when something comes up, it, it, you can't maybe see it right now, but it is always a universe working in your favor. And uh, it's going to, everything always works out for me, for you. So it's, it's going to work out as well. And I just also love it when other people share their stories of what looked like hardship and, and I'm not devaluing it. What was hardship, what felt like hardship. And then it, it's just like such a beautiful comeback story where that failure was really the beginning of something beautiful. So keep sharing your stories with, with people like Corey, if you've got that story within you. Yes, I completely agree with you on that. <laughs> I, I think that it's very important for everybody to be sharing those kind of stories because it not only helps remind us, as you mentioned, um, where we came from, but also it can help inspire other people. So there might be someone else who's going through the same sort of thing that Marta was doing. You know, I'm sure you're not the only person who's ended up having to live in their parents' house with all their kids while they're transitioning homes. And to, you know, look at that from the outside and be like, oh my God, I'm going to have to do this. I imagine other people would be just feeling stressed and, you know, frustrated with that situation but because you've shared this story and told all the beautiful things that came from it I hope that that will help other people to find inspiration and to be able to say all right everything is going to work out for me this might be tough but we will get through it yeah we all yeah. go through those moments <laughs> we do um so I wanted to uh, switch over and share Marta's being a page turner tip and it is probably the simplest one you'll ever see the most minimalist repurpose, repurpose, repurpose. And I know um, some of the things that we've talked about in the past that you like to repurpose. So can you tell me a little bit about how this worked in your business and with your book? Yes, with with our business, it's, it's simple. We write content that speaks to the heart and soul of our ideal clients, your ideal clients, and then we tweak it and reformulate it. Maybe it's a video format for YouTube. Then we take that and we turn that into a copy for your uh, your email list. You might call it a newsletter. I would say don't ever call it a newsletter. Um, and then when it came to the book, I had done so many 
posts, so many blogs, so many video recordings of me teaching my minimalist method. It really was as simple as taking those, popping them into a Word document so it wasn't a blank canvas that felt so daunting, having my team go through it and interject, and then literally just block, I blocked out just a day to go through it. And you might have that daunting feeling of like, oh, I gotta do this. But once you get started, it just kind of flows out of you. I cleaned it all up, had multiple people read it and proofread it, even by the time that I delivered that to the initial contacts to get those Amazon reviews before publication, which is something that Corey will teach you if you work with her. There's people like still like, hey, there's this one typo. I'm just not sure if you were sure. And we're like, I'm like, great. Absolutely. Like, let me know. We'll, we'll tweak it. it. You know, it just it happens that way. It's so helpful to have other people read it. Yeah, um, that kind of works with the repurposing thing, too. I mean, you sent that out for, um, you know, just an Amazon review or, you know, if you're sending it to beta readers, sometimes they'll spot something where they're like, oh, my God, yeah here um so you send it out for one thing but sometimes people are willing to share a little bit more so always be open to that um, yeah especially with your books you know if you send it out to someone and it's already been through the editing process you know the editor is a real person they do make mistakes they do miss things um, but always be open to somebody saying okay oh, hey, i spotted this little thing thank you for that um let me get that to my editor and make sure that that goes in um you know everybody is trying to help you put out the best product Hopefully you're asking the people. Yeah. Like, yeah. And don't make it about you. Right. Don't don't turn it into shame of like, oh, how could we have missed it? Or you know, maybe get mad at your editor when you're getting into that energy. It's not a helpful energy for anyone. It doesn't serve you. doesn't serve them. Uh, shift it into an opportunity for better. And, you know, like Corey said, just be grateful for it, that somebody caught that for you and they were willing to point it out. And I love that, um, you know, it, it has to be a mindset shift. Um, <laughs> as somebody who was an editor for a long time, you know, I worked as a professional writer. That was something that was really challenging for me because I thought they were saying, you screwed up. And it was always that, hey, I caught this. You screwed up, even though they didn't say that. So you have to shift from I caught this, I caught this, you screwed up to I caught this and I want you to put out the best product possible. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to share my turn the page with Corey tip. Being minimal with your story means sharing the most important parts, but writing the story until it's completely told. Um, and I know that that's how you did it too. I mean, obviously when Marta was working on her book, she wasn't, you know, telling you every single thing that happened along the way. Um, how did you find balance between sharing just the most important stuff and wanting to spill a lot more of the story when you were writing? I find that really the drive behind that is the reader and the reader, I don't, I don't want to overwhelm the reader. I don't want to throw too much at them. And I want this to be an opportunity, obviously, for us to further connect. So I can give them the, the basics. I can give them the 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 nuts and bolts the golden nuggets and then if they want to learn more there's obviously resources in the book that they can reach out to me and find out more of how that uh, how things might apply specifically to them they might have some questions mm -hmm. yeah i like that i like that you were thinking about the reader in that instance and i think that's an important thing for writers to be doing is thinking what is it the reader needs to hear um what is it that i can share that's going to connect them yeah yeah. Um, so I'm going to share the make an impact tip with Corey. 
weaknesses, authors can repurpose their books by mentioning a certain chapter or set of key points from the book in your signature talk. Um, is this something that you've done before? Yeah, I well, I don't actually speak on that topic uh, on the the minimalist method. I often actually speak on um, marketing. I, I'm brought in as a paid speaker by companies to teach their audiences my signature minimalist method in terms of marketing. And you know what? It might be actually it's going to be the opposite where that speaking engagement is going to be turned into uh, a book as part of a series of the minimalist method, you know, marketing with the minimalist method, you know, the signature, something like that. Uh, so I might do it the opposite way. Yeah, I love that. Um, so as our businesses grow, you know, things change. And I love that you are adapting things as you go. So this book came out, was it 21, I think? I don't know. I don't remember, to be honest with you. Let's see, I could look on here, probably 21. Yeah. 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 Um, so in 2021, that's where yeah. your business was. And now today, you know, you've shifted, you've changed a few things. And we're still talking about the book, though. And I think that's right. important. We're still talking about the book and it still does relate to the business. Um, but, you know, as you mentioned, if you're doing a talk, you may end up using part of that as the book, which is, again, the repurposing piece, which I think is super important for people to know that you need to make sure that your talk and your book dovetail. Um, but as people get to know Marta and they're listening to her talks, they may say, you know what, I heard you had a book out in 21. What is it? Let me let me take a look at it. And that's another way to sell books, to warm up the audience and connect more with those people. Yeah. And it's a great calling card for people who might want to work with me, but maybe I don't do the group coaching program anymore, or they're not quite ready for the one-on-one -on -one investment. I can just share with them my book and get them started. So I don't feel like I'm not being of service to them. Yeah. And that goes back to where you were figuring out that you don't need to be giving away a lot of things um, for free. You know, the book is something that they can purchase it's available easily to them, but it's also, you know, being respectful of your time. You know, you don't have to sit down and say, all right, well, here's all the things that you need to know to get ready to work for me or work with me. It's here's the link to my book. Check this out. Maybe that'll kind of get you into the mode where you understand what we're all about. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. So I, I wanted to talk about what your favorite minimalist tip is for business. Can you share that? Favorite minimalist tip for business is minimalizing your time and really putting your hand on your heart before you say yes to something and tuning into whether you're putting something on your schedule or you're taking on a client. Is it the right, I don't want to say the right or wrong, but is it is it going to be, is it a reason that is most helpful to you? So if you're saying yes out of obligation, if you're saying yes out of, um, you feel like it could be a missed opportunity, even though it really doesn't work with your schedule at all, then that is not going to be in a, a, a yes from a place of alignment with your highest self, which will get you into the vibration, vibrational frequency of prosperity and abundance. Say yes, because it's, it's not a no. Like, I think one of my favorite sayings that I learned from Rebecca Wiener McGregor, which is one of my mentors what well, it's if it's not a hell yes it's a hell no so just it's okay just say no it'll be okay if they're mad at you they'll work through it they'll they'll get over it it's okay yeah. fill your schedule with things that light you up 
Yeah, I was actually going to ask about that because I know sometimes we get into these um, groups, uh, like different mastermind groups or um, even networking groups where people feel very obligated to support each other, um, especially if you're showing up, you know, to a weekly meeting or you're showing up, you know, monthly in person or whatever. Um, how does somebody navigate those kind of feelings when they know, like, this isn't going to work? Um, I don't understand how to say no. What What are some ways that you've been able to do it in the past? I still say yes to things I don't want to do, Corey. <laughs> I just... <laughs> And I regret it. I still act out of people pleasing. It's something, and I'm, and I still innately want to be the nice girl that's liked and loved by others. And I feel that as I hit new levels, sometimes that stuff all shows up all at once, and it's kind of it takes for a, a, a reclearing. So it's okay to change your mind. I recently had said, and if you know, I, I hold this person dear to my heart. She might actually be watching this, or you know, and cheering me on because we just love each other so much. But I recently had said yes to doing a service and then realized that there really wasn't a good reason for me providing this at the pricing that I had quoted and the agreement wasn't signed or anything and, and so I said you know I'll be able to do this for that pricing that we agreed upon but if you wanted to include this element of it we're gonna have to you know go by our pricing according to that and you know, they took them aback a little bit, but they were okay. You want to be surrounded by people who, if you're surrounded by people who like just can't take a no and trying to make you feel bad or guilt you, then those aren't the people that you want to surround yourself with. I've also had scenarios where um, I've provided a quote and the person was not okay with the quote and they wanted to try to convince me why my quote was wrong and why it should be a lot less and other businesses do it this way and all they're looking for is this and you don't don't take that opportunity to try to explain yourself you don't owe anybody an explanation i love the hoponopono prayer that is thank you i love you i'm sorry please forgive me i utilize that for communication i utilize that for decluttering of resistances and negative energy but also so when somebody comes at you with something that you know would make you feel bad or will pull you into an argument, you just simply say, thank you for sharing that. I have nothing but love for you. Uh, if you want to apologize, you would just say, I, you know, please forgive me. And I'm sorry if this, you know, this isn't what you wanted to hear. And I'm just sending you, you know, all the best to you. You don't have to explain like, yes, but that type of business, this, da, 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 da. it's okay to change your mind and you don't know anybody an explanation. Um, and just pause before you hurry up and say yes. And don't do things because you fear that you're going to miss out an opportunity. There is no such thing as a missed opportunity if the opportunity isn't a hell yes. By saying no to it, the universe, God, the divine, whatever your spiritual language is, will get the memo and send you to even better your way. It's hard to remember. I've actually, we're, it's actually, we're going through a major shift in our company because with my marketing agency, and see, I didn't even say when you asked me to, to, to talk about my services, in our marketing agency, we're shifting into really helping holistic healers who are in the health, wellness, beauty, and uh, fitness space to educate, who are disruptors in the world in terms of they want to educate others. They want others to know that their body is a temple and there are ways for them to add years to their life and fend off diseases by simply doing what they do for their clients mm -hmm. and 
by making that the shift, I've had to say no to big monetary opportunities that have uh, really triggered me by saying no to, you know, big, big money. So, um, so really staying true to that, to that, to that goal of yours and don't feel shame whenever you don't act on, on, on it. Uh, just keep moving forward and stay positive with all that. That was such an amazing answer. If, if you guys didn't catch the whole thing. <laughs> I felt like I kept droning on. So I was like, let me declutter this. <laughs> let you know, loop this like three or four times because that was such a great answer. And I love how um, you're using the, I'm going to murder the word. Um, pono, pono. Pono, pono, yeah. Um, yes, um, that one. I, I usually just see it written and I know it and I don't ever say it. But I love how you use that um, because that helps center you and it helps you you know, pare down the words. It helps you minimize all of those gut feelings. Because I know when someone is coming at you and saying, hey, I don't like this, our automatic response is that defense. And defense isn't a good energy to be in. It's, I know who I am and I know what I offer is good. And this is what you get if you work with me. So I really appreciate that. That was a really interesting way of, um, of coming back to a conversation in a healthy way. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I, this was such a wonderful conversation, Marta. You shared so many great tips with us. I really appreciate you being on. Um, so thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So I'm going to drop Marta back to the green room. And um, like I said, make sure that if you're listening to this, loop that because we all probably need to hear that last thing three or four different times. So thank you again, Marta. Thanks. Oh, well, that was another awesome show. Um, this is Paige Turner's studio with Corey. And if you want to catch my other episodes, the link is going by on the screen below. Um, they're available as uh, <laughs> if you want to watch, watch us and hear us talk at the same time. They're available on YouTube and it's also available as a podcast on Vimeo. Um, make sure that you tune in again next week. We're live every uh, Wednesday at seven Pacific and 10 Eastern time interviewing other author entrepreneurs. So I hope you have a page turning day. Thank you for joining me today. You can learn more about me, my products, and services at auroracorealispublishing.com. Make sure to join me for another episode every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Central on my globally recognized show, Paige Turner's Studio with Corey. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, is that the No, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. 
Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric acid.